0: you go until you can't go anymore and that's where the truth is because things can be true and not be the truth
1: this is changing the narrative i'm your host david reeves and every day every interview every episode at a time we are changing the narrative yeah not that narrative that tells you that you are star stuff some accident the result of a cosmic debris that somehow became you No, but the truth the truth that you have purpose in life that you really are loved. I am here with my guest Andy
0: Andrews. He is in studio with me today. Welcome to the program, Andy. Man, I am I am excited to be here, and I <laughs> and I can tell already. We we've got to up our game. I mean, because they, I mean, they, you guys do like real television <laughs> language. You know, it's like and in ten, and this is like okay and speed. I'm, I'm like, wow, we just like, okay, you are ready to talk, go.
1: <laughs> this is great. <laughs> is that red button pushed in yeah. on the cameras right thing there. That pushed in. That works. That works. <laughs> no, no. I'm you, honored to be here, though. Oh, thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to have you. We we love what you do.
0: <clears throat> now, you're based out of Florida. Uh, Alabama. Alabama, that's I'm at, right. I'm ex- yeah. actually at my front yard, my mailbox is in alabama and my backyards in florida (laughs) so you could say either
1: right on the edge right on the edge now tell me just a little bit about how you got your start i know that's a long story but you have written a number of books on the topic just give me a quick rundown
0: yeah I, i lived in a pretty normal household until i was 19 my my dad was a minister and and when i was 19 my parents died my mom died of cancer my dad was killed in a car accident same year Mm -hmm. so crazy time but i've always had the ability to take a bad situation and make it worse and (laughs) and i did i did i made some bad moves and ended up literally homeless before that was even a a word you know the 35 years ago nobody was talking about homeless people that wasn't a term anybody used but i was uh, sleeping under a pier on the Gulf Coast and in and out of people's garages which is not safe or smart but <laughs> I did and uh, met an old guy there under my pier one night scared me to death but uh, he, he was a guy we had seen we knew that he was in and out of town but we never knew where he stayed when he was in town never knew where he went when he left mm-hmm. and didn't know how old he was you know we'd look at him and say is he 80 or 180 we weren't really sure but he he called himself a noticer. He he hmm. said, when God was passing out talents, I didn't get the cool ones. I can't run fast. I can't sing great. But I noticed little things that people miss. And so he was a, a huge influence in my life. And I, I eventually wrote a book called the noticer, the noticer about him. Interesting.
1: Interesting. Okay, so your your journey has taken you all over, but it's also... That trajectory has put you in front of so many people. We're talking about top executives, firms. Tell me a little bit about that.
0: Well, it, it, you know, it has been a, a long climb to the middle for mm-hmm. me, and people, people will sometimes say, sometimes my friends will say, well, you have been incredibly successful. And, and when I hear that, I think, I don't know that I have been incredibly successful, but for whatever reason, God has seen fit to put me in, in the presence of success. And so I have, um, been uh, at, at amazing moments. you just kind of Forrest Gump moments, Mm -hmm. um, with people. I've been in the backyard, uh, by Bob Hope's swimming pool with just me and Mr. Hope. And, and, um, I toured for two years with Joan Rivers. I was with her when she got fired from Carson. And, Whoa. Um, walked Nancy Lopez on her last tour, walked down the fairway with Nancy, and uh, I was with General Schwarzkopf and uh, several presidents. And just, uh, was, so for whatever reason, I have been there and been able to offer words of encouragement or guidance, and and it's uh, been Pretty amazing. It still continues to be, and here I am today with you.
1: So I, I tell you, I'm mean, here. We are in the Wonder Center, which is by the time people see this, we might actually have our doors open. And this is
0: amazing. I I hope you do have your doors open when people see this because I am blown away. Oh, thank you,
1: thank you. It's it's truly been a journey over the past year, but we've seen some remarkable things happen, and I cannot wait to kind of to kind of let people in on this experience because again, we call this changing the narrative because we've been spoon fed our narrative all of our lives. You'll get a narrative when you watch the media, you're going to get a narrative when you pick up a newspaper, you're going to get a narrative when you turn on television, you're going to get a narrative when a a child picks up a a kindergarten book, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, And that's unfortunate because that narrative oftentimes is from this, this really twisted horrible point of view that gives no purpose to life and yet we've had a lot of opportunities that have just fallen into our laps over the years I don't know if it's the same with you
0: it is and I spend a lot of time explaining to people that there is a difference in history and the past okay you know because the past is what really happened Uh history is just what somebody wrote down mm. um and and a lot of times i'll write because I, I i put real stories in a lot of my books and the traveler's gift and the noticer and and uh heart is real stuff and and so i i explain sometimes to my editors who question certain things i i have to say look you have to understand how history is made there's a difference right. in the past and here's the past is what the truth is okay Okay. but and, and i and i use the example i'll say consider a battle that happened a thousand years ago and so a thousand years ago everybody went home from the battle and they told their families about it and then those kids told their kids and those kids told their kids and this goes on for 500 years until somebody decided they would write a book about that battle and so when they wrote the book about the battle and uh, somebody else read it they said that's not what my granddaddy said oh and so then they wrote a book and then by the time uh, the internet happens there's 50 books about the battle and then there's people that are writing books about the books and 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 so when when you're going through history like that you you have to be very discerning you have to you know you have to things have to make sense and and so I think that when we're talking about changing the narrative on biological events same thing it has to make sense
1: yeah it has to make sense uh,
0: that uh, god this. is not a god of confusion and and so confusion does not come from god and so if if we are if we're confused
1: that's that's on us right that's not because god happened to to have a problem that's not because he made a mistake right, right. but then i think that a lot of it comes into our identity. You know, we, there's a lot of people on planet Earth today, and it's so easy to see ourselves as, oh, well, we're kind of commonplace here. How do we set ourselves apart? Now, how do you set yourself apart? That is what makes your journey your life, some people, though, say, "Well, the way to do that is to to really, really go outside and to try to create this new identity for ourselves."
0: You know, and the, it's the opposite of what God intended. Because when you when you hear people say, "Well, you know, the God I worship would never do this," and uh-huh. the God I believe in, you know, he he believes this. It, you know, the Bible says we were created in God's image. Yeah. Well, that, that's the opposite. That's creating God in your image. Oh, you know, that, you're, right. you're, tu- you're turning that totally backwards yeah. and you're not saying, you're not discerning what God intends you to believe. You're believing something and projecting that belief on God. And so now you're making God in your image you're you're right when
1: I look back and I think to myself um, a very wise man a mutual friend of ours both Philip Morris he he once told me something I'll never forget he's like you know it's, it's better to be a year 10 years whatever it is late than one minute too early yeah. because we have we have this trajectory in front of us we have this path that the Lord has set right and if we try to step in and jump one second too early, well, we may jump just before he puts the bridge there, right? So right. we're jumping off of a cliff. Right. But then, as long as you're in the moment, as long as you know that this is what you're supposed to be doing, then those doors will open. And that's where patience can be hard, but it's so, so rewarding, whether that's in business or in li- just g- life in general, whatever it is. Well,
0: I think it's important to to look at, at what God has done in our lives yeah. and to remember that. A lot, a lot of times our humanity comes into like kind of what have you done for me lately? And, and that's the wrong attitude because we should, <laughs> I, I think that, that if you can remember any time that you feel like that could have only been God, then, then that's a memory to carry. You know, I always think about, about the disciples and, and being around Jesus and it, and the things that he did that they must have been rolling their eyes at, you know, until, you know, because there's the, the, that first time when Jesus said throw your nets on the other side of the boat and mm-hmm. then and and then you know when Jesus was at the wedding feast he's going to turn the water into wine and he says get the jugs and, and and you know the disciples remember where what are you what yeah. are you doing what well Mary is wanting wine and he's getting water <laughs> what what and then somebody said well remember the fish remember the thing on the other side yeah. You know, oh yeah yeah and I and, and you know I I can imagine Jesus going Lazarus come forth and and the disciples going oh no you know you don't <laughs> do this you're gonna embarrass us all right. and then somebody said well remember the wine remember the water the yeah. wine and oh yeah oh yeah let's watch uh-huh. and and so I think that we have to keep our minds on the things that God does do—the evidential things. Now it's interesting you mention that
1: because we're talking about things that they saw Him do, right? They right. were witness to,
0: and they and they still
1: and they still couldn't believe yeah, that this ha- thing was ha- about to happen. Wrapping their mind around it, yeah, yeah. And, and I, we're the same way. We're the sa- in so many ways. We're the same way. We look at things and we say, well, you know, maybe this this world is an accident. You know, maybe we're just all alone in this thing and we have no purpose, you know. And then you say, no, but but we really do have this amazing God who created everything. And he loved us so much that, you know, he gave us Jesus, right, that he became flesh and you're like yeah well that's that's a, that's a miracle you know that's like i don't know that's kind of out there but it's okay to ask questions we ha- i have faith as a christian okay i 100% have faith but at the same time it's okay to ask questions because the lord will provide the answers to those questions remember thomas right. he's doubting right he said unless i'm not going to believe that he's raised from the dead unless i can see him unless i can actually touch the wounds in his hands. I'm just, there's no way. I mean, I saw him die. I just saw that. That's evidence. And I saw it happen.
0: Yeah. And the quality of our answers will be determined, be determined by the quality of our questions. Yes. You ask good questions, you get good answers. But did Jesus discourage that? No. No.
1: When he showed up in the room, he was not like, "Okay, well, Thomas, because you doubted, you uh, you're just, yeah. yeah, just just get out of the room. I don't want to see you ever again." He said, "Because, you know, Thomas, you ask a question, it is a legitimate question. You got a little bit of doubt here, so let me give you the evidence. Come here. Let me show you." He gave him physical evidential proof. And of course, that changes people's lives.
0: And I got to say this. This is what the Wonder Center is being prepared to do. <laughs> I'm just telling you, man. I mean, there were several times today that, as we were walking through, and you explained a certain thing, or we read a certain thing there, we looked at each other and they go, "Well, there's your answer about this. If you're wondering about this, uh-huh. you know." And 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 it's and you have so many things in here that we have seen before yes, but we have not interpreted mm-hmm. in that way. And so, you know, that, that is, uh, a new perspective. Yeah. And, and a lot of times people, people will ask me about perspective and perspective. If I said to somebody, well, what is perspective? Most people would say, well, it's the way you see something. Yeah. It's the way you see it. But you know, it's, it's like, do you see the glass half full or do you see the glass half right. empty? Right. But in reality, the glass is not half full. It's not half empty. That water line is what it is, and so perspective is actually how you choose to see it. Okay. It's do you and and whatever way you choose to see it will lead your life in to one direction or another. I talk a, a lot about going to the bottom of the pool, uh, because the bottom of the pool, that's as deep as you can go. And, you know, a great definition of wisdom is a deeper understanding of principle. So, I'm always curious about that definition, a deeper understanding of principle. Uh, And you'll notice the definition is not a deep understanding of principle, because a deep understanding of principle, that's a target you can hit. You know, you go, okay, I have a deep understanding of principle, so I, I must have wisdom. But a deeper understanding of principle... When you have a deeper understanding of principle, where do you go from there? Well, mm. deeper, deeper. Okay, and so you you go until you can't go anymore, uh-huh. and that's where the truth is because things can be true, and not be the truth. Hmm. The truth connotes as far as you can go. That's yeah. the bottom of the pool. Yeah. But things there are many things that can be true, and not be. The truth. the truth. I'll, I'll give the you I'll give you an example. If we took a took a blind person and said, Hey, we're gonna take you to this barn, we're gonna allow you some time with this animal. We know you've never heard of this animal. Um, but it's called an elephant. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you a, a few minutes with it and want you to come out and tell us what an elephant is like and how it could be used in society. And so after 10 minutes or so, the blind person may come out and say, well, an elephant is uh, very, very tall, very, very wide, hmm. a, a huge, um, kind of flat hmm. and, and dense. You, you could move, you use one for uh, a gate, maybe <laughs> put several of them together and make a wall. Uh-huh. And we would go, Very good. That's Uh very good. That's true. Uh It's all true. It's not the truth. Right. Because until we had the truth about an elephant, we'd never have a complete picture of what one actually looked like, Mm -hmm. and we would never have any idea of the many ways they could be used to help humans. And so uh, the danger that people have is they stop at what is true. Mm, Without
1: going deeper.
0: Yeah. My... uh, 23 year old asked me recently said dad what's the best advice you've ever gotten Mm -hmm. and I I told him I said well it came from the old man from Jones the noticer Mm -hmm. and uh, he said something to me one day that was very odd it went over my head Mm -hmm. but I have unpacked it for 35 years and now I use it with my clients I use it with my family I use it with about every decision I use it every day of my life and and what he said was you got to remember, you can't believe everything you think.
1: <laughs>
0: ooh, and so, I, you know, it sounded odd to okay. me and I, I spent years unpacking that and here's the way I can explain that best is, have you ever have you ever known something, I mean, you knew it and you could argue it and you could win the argument every time mm-hmm. and then you found out a year later or six months later, ooh, well, that wasn't eg- exactly right. Uh-huh. or gosh, my information is a a little incomplete there. Uh Okay, well, if you've ever done that in your life, does the possibility exist that something you know now, your information might be incomplete? And you would go, well, Andy, of course, something I know now, my information might be incomplete. Okay, I agree. But the point is, we don't know what that is, do we? Or how many subjects that covers in your life. And, And so... So when when you look at the 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 potential that each of us has as human beings, the Bible says God knew us before we were born. Mm-hmm. He knit us together inside our moms, and and so so we were created with a godly potential. You know, not just the best you can imagine, but yeah. God's best. And so, if you think about that for a second, you think about if if you imagine the best for your life do you want the best for your life yes mm-hmm. you do do you do you think god wants his best for your life mm-hmm. yes he does okay well when you imagine the best for your life and god imagines the best for your life who do you think has a better imagination <laughs> you or god okay so how big's the gap there uh-huh. and and so when when you're looking at at, at the potential that we have as human beings. And everybody wants to reach their potential. But most people believe that the biggest danger to reaching our God-given potential is something we don't know. It's something that we're oh, missing. Yes. And yet, that's not it at all. Because when, when we don't know something, we keep searching. We keep asking. We keep listening. We That's true. We keep reading. And so the biggest danger to reaching our God-given potential is not what we don't know. The biggest danger to reaching our potential is what we know for sure. Okay. Because when we know something for sure, we quit thinking. Right. The op- open mind stops. Right. We and and we arrive at what is true. And I see, you know, I see business people a lot of times, the biggest, the the, the people who have the biggest danger to stop at what is true are the people who are great, great successes. Yeah. And, you know, the people who are in first or second place in their industry because mm-hmm. they're looking around and, you know, nobody's doing better than me. Uh, we've and, reached it. Yeah. yeah. So we've reached it. And, and so it's why, you know, I've got a, a company called Creating Measurable Results. Yes. At creatingmeasurableresults.com. And we take companies and help them double and triple in a year. And, and when, when you look at a company that has, done well i i mean i had one one company that i said i said to the ceo i said you know you have awesome people and i don't think there's any reason that you shouldn't be able to double your results in a year and he said yeah that'd be great wouldn't it that'd be great and Mm -hmm. i said well (laughs) i i really think you can double your results in a year and and he said well you know we did 5.4 billion last year. That's I said, yeah, I know. And I think you should be able to double that in a year. And he said, well, you know, it took us 19 years to get a 5.4. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I said, yeah, I know. Uh-huh. And you should be able to double that in a year. And so we talked and I explained to him what I was talking about and how it would be done. And and because I realized, here, here's a guy. They're happy with where they are, right? You know, and they, they're doing better so, than anybody else. Yeah. And so, but in a year, they, uh, they, they did eleven point two, which I didn't mean to call it that close. Okay? Yeah. But then the next year, seventeen point six, and every next year, twenty two, and they after seven years, they're at seventy two. They closed last year at seventy two point five billion, and and so. A lot of that is erasing the thinking that we have. Yes. Because we're the ones that are putting the, you know, the God's limit. imagining his best and uh-huh. we're going, no, no, that could never happen. Yeah. Oh. And by, and, and the people who are the people who are the most susceptible to this yeah. are the people who, you know, I, I, I talked to a football coach who, I mean, by, by all standards, you know, he, he's like the best, yeah. right? And, and I, I said to him, I said, you know, I look at you and you're in a conversation for the best of all time. Mm-hmm. And so what seminar would you go to? Mm-hmm. What, what consultant could you possibly bring in here that would tell you more than you already know? And I said, it's not a matter of learning more; it's a matter of thinking differently. Okay. Because nobody knows how to do what you do more than you know. Right. Now they're close because right. they're watching you. Right. <laughs> and so, so it's not a matter of how because people can take principles and once a principle is explained, almost everybody can figure out how to harness that principle, how to right. use that principle. But when you get to the point that you can explain why that principle works as Ooh. it does, you can use that principle in areas nobody else is seeing that it even fits. Yes. Okay. And so there is a degree of wisdom that if we, it, you know, and and God's saying seek, you know, seek wisdom like, like you're looking for uh, lost rubies. Right. And and so and most of us seek wisdom uh, with less passion than we look for our car keys.
1: <laughs> it's, it's so true. Everybody talks about. You know, oh well, well this person is very knowledgeable. You know? And that always gets me. And I'm like, yes, this person is extremely smart, very knowledgeable, but they have not figured out how to use the understanding and the wisdom to apply that knowledge to its utmost potential. And very few of us could ever even attain that. So that's the reason we have to continual
0: yeah continually seek the wisdom there's a big difference in knowledge and wisdom. I mean, most of us, every 12 year old we know has, they have the mental and physical ability to learn how to drive a car. We could teach almost any 12 year old to drive a car. But even if we did teach them to drive a car, we wouldn't throw them the keys and say, have a great weekend. Right. Because they don't have the wisdom to apply that knowledge in a proper perspective and proper context. Yeah.
1: That is so important, so important, and I I think that you've given us some things today that we can all take, that we can run with, and hopefully we can think about in a different way that we uh, we don't just stop that we can go deeper
0: you go deeper yeah you go deeper
1: <laughs> Andy you've uh, uh, all of your books are available pretty much anywhere books are sold
0: yeah a- andyandrews.com if you get them at andyandrews.com I'll sign them for you they, there you be, go they'll be signed so.
1: uh, that sounds good to me and also creating measurable results.
0: creatingmeasurableresults.com and that's the business you know business side business of things. coaching and then we have wisdomharbor.com which is uh our our goal is to create The next greatest generation starting in your hometown.
1: Ooh, I love it. I love it. That sounds like something that we're going to have to have you back to talk about. All right. Thank you, Andy Andrews. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. And thank you for visiting us today. I'm David Reeves. We'll see you next time on Changing the Narrative. Until that time, remember to keep looking up because truly the heavens declare the glory of God. Find us on all social platforms to stay informed. Watch Genesis Science Network 24-7 for free on Roku, Fire TV, and on our website.